0: Welcome back, y'all, to episode 116 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to inform as well as entertain We usually generally give you a podcast within a 15 to 20 minute segment, as well as articulating different ideas, news, or concepts of the day. And today is no different than any other. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Okay, well, I can only stress this... Okay. I don't even know where to begin. Um, Yay on Infowars. So I followed this. I've been following Yay, okay, so with the podcast ever since going back to Tucker Carlson, just listening and trying to understand him. And, you know, I'm a Kanye fan, been a Kanye fan since Through the Wire, always loved and enjoying his music. And I'm just really trying to understand where he is right now in his life. And what's going on and I'm going to get into it within the podcast, but I'm just going to go ahead and play a segment from Infowars just to kind of prep you for what this three hour show was to kill you and take the children away from you. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. This Um, is the future president you're talking to right now. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. Germans had a really cool leader at one time. Love you, love you, love you. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. Well, I think Hitler did target and kill some people. No, I think, you know. I think Obama killed Palestinians. You're, you're, this is a new look for you. Oh no, I've been wearing a mask for a while. Ah, oh, yeah. Hey guys, could you not talk in the back? I'm like really hypersensitive to sound. If you guys want to talk, just go another room, please. Shut the hell up. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, shut up. Shut up. I'm throwing the tablets right now. Shut up. I'm sure you probably just listened to that and you're like, what did I just hear? Well, yay is now on infowars and infowars is kind of like the last stand for alex jones alex jones was cancelled and you know you can't really find him on any platforms anymore after his allegations of sandy hook sandy hook meaning that he was trying to articulate that it never really happened and there was other conspiracies going on as a result of that he you know, I mean he was sued, whatever, you know, have to pay a billion dollars. I think it plays in this situation. For this show on InfoWars, which really isn't really ever brought into the limelight, a lot of people watch it. I mean InfoWars is a network and usually you just Google it, you 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 click it and then you have InfoWars. Well in InfoWars is like a multimedia platform kind of really articulating alex jones's ideas as well as selling multivitamins which really makes no sense to me but alex jones sells a lot of vitamins on this site i don't even know how much it really creates and then he also has nick fuentes which i'm learning more about nick fuentes i try to google the guy but i just don't really care enough to get super deep i know that he's only 24 years old he's considered a white supremacist and he has some type of aspects of understanding a lot about conservatism and i think he was in Charlton, in virginia whenever um the things happened with the tiki torches um you have these three people during info wars and you have kanye west wearing um a black jacket orange gold rims black gloves and a balenciaga gimp mask the only reason i know what a gimp mask is is from pulp fiction and you, he's kind of hiding his identity, he's going on the show, and he's kind of going off. He's going off on a lot of his thoughts, his opinions, his ideas, you know, focus now on, you know, really articulating against Zionists. Um, and breaking it down, if you take two steps, or three steps, or 10,000 steps back from what you're looking at, and you try to put yourself in Kanye's shoes. so. I or Yay Shoes, you know, it's really hard to do this because obviously he's an artist, he's a multi-conjillionaire. He sees things differently and he articulates things differently. And, you know, for the last month, the last two months, he's taken a lighter and just burned down his whole career, everything he's done. And when you're on Infowars and it's the only platform that will air you, there's a lot of different reasons why. So if we peel back the layers, so if we look at the motivating factors of what Kanye is driving him, it's the fact that, you know, he really now identifies as a Christian. Okay, So Christianity is something that he's identifying with, potentially running for president in 2024 um, is something that's driving him. And the other thing that's driving him is the fact that he's been wronged by business individuals who happen to be Jewish. Um, you know, in the, in the anti-Semitic claims are coming on and that's driving him as well. So you also look at the fact that he likes, he's used to being in the limelight. He has a lot of attention and people are willing to speak with him. But in all reality, you don't really understand why he is on Infowars. Um, his message is not super clear, you know, if you look at Alex Jones, you were just sued a billion dollars for and he has to pay out to the families of Sandy Hook. And the next day, he has Kanye West. And watching this interview, it's, it's really evident that he is uncomfortable at times. And if for Alex Jones to be uncomfortable, I mean, the guy got drunk on Joe Rogan and called himself retarded and um, that his brain's broken on Joe Rogan. You know, the point is, is like he he can handle some awkward conversations and he's looking at Kanye through this interview and he's really not sure how to digest it. Because one thing Kanye does is he brings up a net. Okay, he's holding a net and he's bringing a Yahoo, which is a drink, the milk drink, and he's trying to make fun of Net and Yahoo. Now, the reason why he's making fun of Net and Yahoo is he's saying that Trump should have never taken a meeting with Kanye and Nick So then, Kanye takes that as a, or Ye takes that as a direct threat, and then is making fun of Netanyahu. So it's like these childish things that make no sense. And you know, he's bringing Nick Fuentes on to really talk more deep and more clarified with his thoughts. And when I watch it, you know, I know as a musician, sometimes you get in a flow state, and you're gonna do what you think you can do. And you gotta bring on other talented people to help kind of articulate your message better. And it really seems like Kanye is doing that. But it's like you think about Kanye and his in his hip hop and his rap and his career he's always been an outsider. If you look at through the wire. If you look at the documentary whenever he was working with um with The Rock, with Jay-Z, with Damon Dash, and making beats. They had him as a workhorse for making beats. And you know, Rockaway had a whole, kind of like a, a supply chain for how they would take artists, implement them, create them, and have Kanye make these beats. And when Kanye would start rapping, people didn't like his music. They thought his sound was off. They thought kind of who he was and what he was trying to personify through his hip hop wasn't the correct message. And he talks about that in his hip hop. So there's a part of Kanye, even going back to school, where he has always felt like an outsider. You have him when he's talking about being dyslexic. When he's talking about how his father couldn't, you know, afford certain clothes, so he put it on layaway. And then you know he felt like you know the the son with the pursuit of happiness. You have all these hip hop messages coming through where he's always felt like an outsider. And I think. That's something that's always been really, really true to him. But what's always been really true to him is he sticks with what he's sticking with and what he wants to do, what he wants to talk about. in music and fashion, It's always been those things, the things name with fashion. Consider, consider an outsider. One of his lyrics, I shop so much that I should speak Italian. You know, talking about Versace and everything that he's doing from a fashion standpoint. Now we're getting into a new environment where... He's potentially running for president, but at the same time condemning a lot of actions that have happened, presumably within the Jewish community as it relates to his business and health. And, you know, if you take everything that Kanye has created and you try to really apply it to this lens, you really start to understand that is this performative? Is he going with a flow? Is he in a flow state? Or is he mentally not all there? You know, and you're looking at all this stuff too with his wife and the fact that he's going through a divorce. And it really makes you wonder if there's potential meltdowns happening here. Is he kind of not in the right mindset? And it seems like now him going on Infowars and having Alex Jones allow him to be on the show for four hours and Nick Fuentes people calling in and all this stuff, is there's people who want to profit from Kanye's likeness. You understand, Kanye's likeness right now is still strong. If he called you up, if you wanted to be on your show, if he wanted to be on your podcast, people would always have him on there. And this is where we don't get it. I talk about this in a podcast before where it's almost like if you saw Kanye at a traffic light, with a cardboard cutout sign saying 2024 for president, you'd be like, is that real or is that performative art? You know, is it's engaging, but it's so outlandish. It's so out there that it captivates you, okay? And it puts it and it personifies his image. So whenever you look at him on Infowars doing voices for Netanyahu, running for president, you know, you really want to know because, like, I kind of come to this thought that When Trump ran for president in 2016, it was crazy. His outlandishness was unsettling. He called President, you know, he called what Jeb Bush boring. You know, you kind of looked at me like this dude is so out there. He's so adding a shock value. And it's like, is it, are we starting to see that this is going to be a part of, quote unquote, Kanye West's presidential campaign because what Trump really kind of realized is that the middle America white vote was really strong and that a lot of Democratic people, a lot of Democratic people within Hillary Clinton's party overlooked it. So is Kanye really trying to stimulate that base even more than what Trump did in order to get votes? Now, he has Milo, which I've talked about him before, and some people call him a genius. He has Nick Fuentes. You know, is this is Nick Fuentes, the Steve Bannon of Trump to Kanye? Are we kind of facing this weird political dichotomy where now this is where we're at as a nation, you know, is, you know, because to be elected, you know, no one really still knows what Kanye is talking about. They put him on his show and he rants and he raves. But to get him in a clear box for what he wants to really articulate and do, we still don't know. So at this point, all we can do is just presume what's going to happen. We can only like kind of look at it and identify it through what our normal media consumption looks like. Well, we don't know what Kanye's normal media consumption looks like. We know apparently he's going through a lot of stuff right now. He's getting banned off every platform. Um, Elon Musk just banned him off Twitter. Um, Elon Musk also is not allowing Alex Jones back on Twitter because of the comments of Sandy Hook. So we're getting into this weird world where, you know, obviously it's something that we haven't really seen. And I know that Alex Jones calls his shows Infowars, but we are in, you know, this is information warfare currently for us as just consumers consuming what we're seeing and what we're a part of. And Kanye is really just almost putting a microscope on that. We can, in the sense of what he's saying, what he's doing, who's listening, and where is the information going to go? Is this going to be amplified? You know, is this remnants of Trump as stuff, or is it just something that isn't going to go anywhere? And I really think that we look at it and we really need to identify what this message is he's preaching with the anti-Semite The, you know, and it's, it's strong. It's, you know, and he's really, you know, the Hitler stuff, all this stuff is just so outlandish and it's really hard to follow and understand. And for me personally, when I watch it, I don't know what to think. I don't know if it's performative. I don't know if it's what he believes. I don't know if he's still joking. I don't know if he thinks he's an artist and he's using this information as a means to entertain folks. Because he's an entertainer and he's not a thinker. But that's why he's bringing on Nick Fuentes to think about it and talk about it. So within the, even within this interview, Nick Fuentes is articulating Kanye's points. So I really think it's hard to understand it. But I go back to this point of Kanye at a traffic light with a cardboard sign going president 2024. But I just I don't know if this could be a dumpster fire. We'll talk to you all tomorrow.